Hey, what's up? What's going on? Welcome to another episode of Hey Mark, the podcast where I'm Mark and have open and authentic conversations about things like mental health, self-development, and just kind of having the raw and authentic conversations that don't get to come up on a daily basis. The reason I want to do that is because I want people out there that feel like they're alone or feel like maybe nobody else has the same thoughts as them or internal conversations. I want them to understand that no matter what it is that you're going through, you are not alone. And you know, that happens with small things in our lives. But it can also happen with pretty significant events as well or significant you know, time periods of our lives. It could be the little things that make us feel disconnected or alone or it could be massive events that we just don't talk about. And so no matter what, I think that everyone has kind of felt like this before where they just kind of feel isolated and not really connected to the world outside. And that is the reason that I started this podcast so we can actually just start to have these conversations and start to feel a little bit more connected. And this episode is going to be a little bit different because it's a little bit more reflective. And it's been a couple of years since I started making these types of, uh, I guess, episodes or videos because a couple of years back, I just got a notification on Facebook like two years ago was one of the first YouTube videos that I ever posted, which was like one of those, I used to do this thing called Vancouver On. And um, it was basically just me walking around with my phone in downtown Vancouver here, trying to interview people and just ask them one or two questions each. Like, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear the words mental health, etc. And it got me kind of thinking, well, also Zach, from Plaid Jacket Philosopher kind of gave me this idea as well, but it had me kind of thinking about what lessons or what I've learned in the last couple years since making content like this. And that, I guess, would be the title of this episode. You know, main lessons like or the lessons that I've learned since I started making a podcast or started making YouTube videos. And so I guess if I had to break it down, there's kind of like three or four main lessons but there's kind of like sub lessons within the lessons and I'll try and go as in-depth as I possibly can just to see if it kind of gives you as well a little bit of perspective but I guess the first main lesson that I learned was you learn a lot about yourself and that's with anything and it's not just podcasting or making a YouTube video but anytime that you make yourself vulnerable whether you're quitting your your corporate your safe corporate job your nine to five to go and chase your dreams whether you're starting a new hobby or a new sport, you know, whatever it is, obviously this podcast is a pretty uh, pretty niche hobby, but I feel like everyone and their uncle has a fucking podcast right now. But, you know, when you start to actually do something that you're passionate about, that you get enjoyment out of, that, you know, you can actually be appreciated for, that you're learning about, you know, you become a student to something, it makes you very humble, then, you know, it can kind of teach you a lot about your own identity and who you really are as well. Obviously, having a podcast and being a public platform to speak on, you also learn quite a bit about your your identity because you can have you know open conversations about things. If someone disagrees with me, they definitely let me know, whether that's on social media or in person. And then that kind of puts my ideas, you know, almost in a position where I'm gonna have to, you know, either double down on what I think or give up on what I think and adopt a new way of thinking. You know, if someone disagrees with what something I say, then obviously it's going to make me believe in what I say twice as much or it's going to change what I believe and I'm going to stop believing whatever I believe and start believing whatever they believe is the truth. And that's kind of the importance of free speech. And, you know, maybe Zach and I might have a chat soon about Bill C-10 and Bill C-36, but... 
you know, once you start to kind of be authentic and speak your mind and be a lot more, I guess, vulnerable and open, then you learn a lot more about yourself as well. So that's one of the lessons that I've learned, you know, through podcasting and through having this YouTube channel is, you know, a lot more about my own identity, just being able to speak about my opinions, like I said, and then having someone either correct them or doubling down and verifying them. You know, I learn a lot just by having these conversations and I learn a lot about myself. And, you know, you can kind of contrast when I first started how my voice sounds and compare it to right now. And I think that you can hear the authenticity kind of bleed through a lot more now. Whereas before you can kind of tell that I was thinking about how others would think about me as they're listening to it, I think. And I, yeah, I just... In the last couple of years, it's made me a lot more comfortable with, you know, the idea that we're not all going to sound perfect all the time. Even like someone who's like me, who sits down multiple times a week to actually listen to their voice, you know, and how they sound and how they speak. Some would argue that I should edit out and cut out all the times that I kind of have blank space or the times where I'm like, um, or what's another thing I say a lot? You know what I mean? Those are kind of the same things that I always say. And some people think that I should edit those out, but I think that it's a little bit more authentic when, you know, I just kind of keep it the way that I actually normally speak. And it's made me a lot more comfortable with the way that I normally speak as well. I don't I don't really have that same fear as much or I don't really feel the need to correct it. So, yeah, in terms of identity, that's kind of what I've gotten out of this in the last couple of years. The other main lesson is, you know, it teaches you who really does support you. And so obviously when I was first starting off this YouTube channel, this podcast, I had a lot of buddies that were kind of like, quote unquote, yes men. And they would say, yeah, you know, that's so sick. Like we always kind of thought you'd do that, blah, 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 blah. Like we're definitely going to support you a ton. Oh, bro, I'm going to watch every single episode. I'm going to share every single episode. I'll say subscribe to you, whatever it is. And then once you start... And I don't know maybe if this is just my perspective, but I felt really lonely. I feel I felt like I didn't really have that support that people were promising me. And maybe, you know, this translates to like starting a new hobby or a new sport or a new skill. Maybe you start with some friends and they end up dropping off or whatever it is, or maybe they just don't support you. But anytime you start a new hobby or a new sport or a new venture in your life, there's a lot of people that say they're going to be supportive, but then they're never anywhere to be found once you start you need some help or you're just looking for a little bit of support and the caveat to that the beautiful part of that is you know that vacuum or that void that gets created in your life then gets filled with brand new people that you meet that maybe they're walking the same direction as you and you know I have people like that like I kind of reference as well like Zach the plaid jacket philosopher we're on the same path we're on the same direction where like we're both trying to grow our podcast and just do our podcast at a consistent basis. And, you know, not, yeah, like it's kind of a similar path. But then there's other people as well that, you know, I talk about as well in my podcast, like Yorko, Tyler Yorko, Yorko Performance on Instagram, where it's like, you know, he's not really walking the same path as me, but we're walking in the same direction. We're looking for the same things in life. We have similar values. And so what I'm trying to say is, 
you know, the void that happens in your life from the people that aren't supporting you, that drop out of your life, gets filled by people that are supporting you, that are wanting to be in your life and are, yeah, wanting to help you get to where your destination is, wherever that, whatever that means for you. So a second lesson I would talk about is you really find out who supports you. Because what I didn't mention as well is I'd say the majority of my support is people that I've never even met in real life. It's people that message me on Instagram or they DM me, you know, saying that I've said something that, you know, maybe resonates with them that nobody else that they know has said in that way. And it just doesn't really click for them until they hear the way I stumble through my words and the way I say it. And and it kind of resonates with them a little bit more. And those are the people that really like you know, it sounds cliche, but that touches my heart. That is the reason that I do what I do because, you know, I was that kid looking on YouTube and for like motivation and for connectedness. Like I was that kid looking on Instagram and YouTube. And so if I can provide that for someone else, that means the world to me. And that truly is my mission with this. And uh, that's kind of what keeps me consistent, I guess. Yeah, here's a little insight in me being vulnerable is like, that is what keeps me consistent on those times and those days where I'm like, fuck, man, I don't want to do this. I don't really feel like recording an episode or I don't really feel like editing. Like, That is what keeps me pushing, that feeling of being able to connect with someone that doesn't feel like they could connect. And that's kind of, I guess, the last kind of lesson would be like, I don't really know how to word this as well, but... You don't really have to be qualified to be qualified. And I made a post on Instagram about this a while back. But what I was trying to talk about was kind of like in debates and arguments. And I'm going to try and frame this in a way that makes more sense in terms of like everyone's actual everyday life. Because I don't think that debate and argument is like kind of... I mean, it definitely is like necessary sometimes, but it's not really a enjoyable form of communication for a lot of people. So I'm going to try and put this in a better way, a better frame, and you're going to have to bear with me while I think about this. I should have planned it ahead, but you don't necessarily have to be qualified to be qualified. And so I guess I'll start off by explaining my post. What I said, I think was, you know, I used to not feel qualified to talk about mental health and self-development. Because I'm not a counselor, I didn't go to college, well I did briefly for business management, but nothing like this. I haven't like formally studied psychology. And so because of all these reasons that I was telling myself, I didn't really feel qualified to talk about mental health and self-development until I realized that a lot of us are practitioners of these things without even knowing. We just might be kind of experimenting with the wrong substances or people or practices in terms of mental health basically developing wrong coping mechanisms or unhealthy coping mechanisms that in and of itself is kind of a practitioner mental health you're just kind of doing the wrong sides of the experiments (laughs) if you were to look at it that way if you're still following what i'm saying basically what i'm saying is we are collecting qualifications to speak about things all the time and so if someone is starting to doubt your qualifications or argue your qualifications with you instead of arguing what your actual argument or points are, then it means that there's probably a lot of legitimacy behind your arguments or your points because they're not attacking what you're saying, they're attacking who you are. And so a lot of the times, because I have read quite a bit of, you know, I've got 
an array of books here about mental health, self-development, and uh, just identity and different things like that. I got a list of the books that I have read, and if you are looking for a book, I would love to recommend one for you. But, you know, I have learned quite a lot. And in terms of, as well, just being reflective and journaling quite a bit more, I have, you know, my own experience that I can share. And so a lot of people sometimes when I do make, you know, certain claims of things that might help you in your life, you know, people say, well, how would you know? You're not a psychologist, you're not a psychiatrist, you're not a counselor, et cetera, whatever label you want to put on people. But at the end of the day, if they're not talking about, you know, the point that I'm making or the argument that I'm making, then that means that there's probably some sort of validity to it. In the, in the idea that they're attacking my identity. And so I guess, like I said, I want to relate this to the average person and I want to relate this to somebody that, you know, is maybe kind of wanting to make a step in their life that they're hesitant to make. And I guess the way that you can do that is, you know, say you want to start a new job. Say you work, you know, as a cashier somewhere and you want to become one of the sales reps of the company and you want to start you know, making some more steps in terms of your vulnerability or you want to make a promotion or or get a promotion, receive a promotion, I guess is what you're supposed to say. You want to become management level. You know, you're going to have some people in your life that are going to say, yeah, you know what, you'd be a great manager. And those are the same yes men that I was talking about as well before. Even though that they might not think it, they're going to say it to your face. And, you know, that kind of sets up this weird situation where you think that you're always ready for things. And once you start it, you feel like, life kind of slaps you in the face or you're not ready, which is definitely going to happen. You're going to get imposter syndrome, but that's not because you're not qualified. It's because you're not qualified yet. So that's like the first wave of people is going to be like the yes men who set up this weird utopia society in your mind, which they don't mean to do. They just think that they're being supportive, but that's another video for another time. But the other group of people that you're going to get when you start to say that you're going to gun for a promotion or start a new position or start a new venture in your life is the people that are going to doubt you. And they're going to say like, who, who are you to think that you could be a manager? Who are you to think that you could be a salesperson? Or who are you to think that you could be an entrepreneur or a podcaster or a skydiver, whatever it is. And at the end of the day, none of us start off in the positions that we're destined to be in, you know, and so the reason that they don't think that you're qualified for it yet is because they've never seen you do that thing, but you just haven't done it before. And so once you start to do that thing more often, you gain the qualification that they're looking for that they think that you need before you start. I know that's kind of a weird indirect way of explaining what I'm trying to explain, but what I am trying to explain is you don't always need the qualifications to start something. And for myself, that came in the form of being able to talk about mental health and self-development on a podcast. You know, there was a lot of times and there still is a lot of times where I doubt that my, you know, and again, this is me being vulnerable and this is why I wanted to do this episode because it is pretty reflective, but there's a lot of times that I doubt my identity. Like, you know, you're not a podcaster, you're not a real like YouTuber or you have no business talking about mental health and self-development. And I'm sure that there's a lot of people that want to start things that feel the exact same way. So I guess the reason I'm trying to explain this is because I think we all struggle with identity and we all struggle with that kind of qualified experience feeling because you're never supposed to have it. We are supposed to continue to grow and educate and develop. 
And that qualification kind of puts a cap on us, I feel like, a lot of the times where it's like, okay, I've achieved this qualification and now I can stop growing. And so th this was just kind of my perspective on what I've learned in the last couple of years. And I hope that you guys can kind of gain some perspective or entertainment out of that. If you do, please feel free to like share the show with somebody that might need to hear this message or just might enjoy this message or just feel a little bit more connected to the world with this message. So that's all I got. I hope everyone enjoyed that episode. I hope you're having a good day, a good week, a good month, a good year, a good life. That's it. Thank you so much. Much love and peace out.